Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 689, recorded live on June 20th, 2021. And here are your hosts, the man who has not been to a zoo yet this year, Dave Play. Wait, wait, correct. <laughs> and the man who has now been to three, Andy Lohi. Three zoos. Mm-hmm. Not even this year, like three no. zoos in the last month. Which what? zoo do you go to? Uh, the, the zoo of the day was the uh, Detroit Zoo this time. That's a, that's a long way from home. Yep. It's a bit of a drive. Yep. Are you back home tonight? Yes. So you made it all the way back to Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, we, uh, we had uh, a free weekend. Um, so, uh, normally for our anniversary, uh, we normally, you know, used to go over to Detroit mm-hmm. and we would also, you know, visit family. And then we would also go and, um, go have dinner at Weber's. Cause uh, they give you like a free cake or something. Yes. They, they used mm-hmm. to recreate our wedding cake exactly, but just, you know, smaller. Uh, but the, uh. The baker now has retired, so they don't have the exact copy of the wedding cake anymore, but it's still, it's free, delicious cake. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with free cake. Yeah, no, that's true. Especially, you know, done by a professional baker. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, uh... But your, your anniversary was like two, almost three weeks ago. Yes. So what does that have to do with going to Detroit today? Well, uh, last time we went to Weber's with just Isaac, um, he did not sit still. He was okay. very active. Yeah. And so uh, most of the meal was spent with one of us away from the table with him. I mean, as as you do with a three-year-old. Yeah. Right. So Kate's sister said that she would watch the kids for us while we went out to go eat. Ah, and this was that weekend of availability, so. I see. So you you postponed your anniversary. Yes. And so Kate's sister took the kids, and you guys got to go out for dinner. So where does the where does the zoo come into this? Well, two years ago when we went, because you know we didn't do anything last year because you know <clears throat> pandemic. Yeah. Um, two years ago, we, uh, Isaac. Uh, we took Isaac to a test baseball game up in Grand Rapids. See how he would do with watching a baseball game. Turns out... How'd he do? Not not good. Huh. Go figure. Almost like baseball is really boring. For a two-year-old who doesn't under- understand the game, then yes. <laughs> sure. So, rather than go to a Tigers game, we went to the Detroit Zoo. But we were only able to see maybe half of it. By the time Isaac kind of petered out and we, you know, we left. So we thought, okay, you know, at some point we're going to come back and we'll do the other half of the zoo. Well, we didn't do it last year. So we, we you know, like, well, you know, now would be a good time to, to do the other half, especially since Isaac's, you know, all about zoos. All you know? the zoos. Yeah. No, he, on the way home, he literally asked when we were going to see the rest of the zoos in Michigan. <laughs> I see. So how I can get you guys out here is by sending Isaac a message saying, like, hey, there's also a zoo in Madison. I suppose. And then just wait. I don't One know. Having, having him in the car for 
two and a, six hours, two well, hours from, from your place, four hours. Yeah. To get to Madison. Mm-hmm. Going from here to the Detroit Zoo, that was still. That was two hours, yep. right? So the round trip of that trip is is the one way coming here. Yes. Unless you, you know, like take the ferry or something, which doesn't tend to save time. But like that's two hours of the trip that you could be up moving around with the kids and not having them sitting in the seat. Yes. That feels like it might be a valuable <laughs> trade. Well, I'm glad you went to the zoo, Andy. Did you see anything good there? Was there was there a lot to do at the zoo? Uh, was it raining at the zoo today? Yes. Yes, it was. It was raining in the morning. So we, we hit most of the indoor sections first. So the, the butterfly house, the bird house, the uh, amphibian house, and the reptile house. And by the time we got out of the reptile house, it had pretty much cleared up. So then we were able to, you know, well, what do you want to see next? He wants to see the chimpanzees. Well, it's, you know, wet and dank out. <laughs> and the, uh, the chimpanzee building was still closed. They they had opened up a couple of the buildings for the zoo, but the the uh, some of the other buildings were still shut down, so we weren't able to actually really see them all that well. But oh, too uh, bad. We got to see the polar bears this time, though. That's cool. Because you know, cold and wet, perfect weather for a polar bear. It seems. How cold was it, Andy? It uh, in this this morning it was what sixty eight. Yeah, sixty eight seventy somewhere in that range. Okay, that's not cold for a polar bear. <laughs> No, that's not. You're right. Cold, like, oh, man, I should put on a jacket or maybe I'll just go with like long sleeves or a hoodie. That's not really cold for a polar bear. That's much closer to tolerable for a polar bear. Anyway, I'm probably going to go to a zoo in the near future. Really? Yep. Uh, The week of the 4th of July when Erica comes to hang out with us for a week. Ah, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yep. Broken Angel herself. I'm trying to think if I still even remember my login for the IRC channel. I do not. I do not either. I couldn't even tell you where the IRC channel was. Like ah. what server to connect to. Hey man, I was like a I was a mod for a bit yep. on that IRC channel just because I was always in there. Yep. And Mo trusted you. Mm-hmm. I never got mod status. I was sad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, next week we're going to be uh, taking my parents to the zoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> July 4th, I think we're open. And then then we start the uh, birthday party extravaganza. <laughs> For you and the kids. Well, yes, because I'm on the 12th. <clears throat> yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Isaac's on the 17th. One, two, three, four, five. Megan's on the uh, the 23rd, right? 22nd? 22nd. Yeah, so it's it's me, five days Isaac, five days Megan. So the 12th, the 17th, the 22nd. Yep. Did not plan that. It, it's kind of hard to plan that. Yes. I would have been, had you said, like, yeah, we, we timed that out, I would have been thoroughly impressed. <laughs> no. No, we did not. No, you don't. You don't generally get to time that out. No, babies are gonna. Babies are gonna come when they want to. Yeah, as as a trainee of mine put it, baby comes when baby comes. Mm -hmm. You you don't get a say in that unless you have a scheduled C section. My parents got to pick the date I was coming because I was a scheduled C section. But anyway, so yeah, so it's 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 been zootacular so far. Zoos, so many zoos. Mm -hmm. I gotta find one with a gibbon. A gibbon. 
a gibbon, yes. It's the the monkey chimp thing. Yes, because gibbons are part of the the primates that are are sorry the apes, chimpanzees, uh, gorillas, orangutans. Hey, you know where they're gibbons? (laughs) At your zoo. At the Henry Vilas Zoo in Madison. (laughs) Yes, Madison does have a zoo. Madison has a kick-ass zoo. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, that is the capital of Wisconsin. For the size of the city, it's actually a really impressive zoo. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have gibbons there. I'm trying to find proof of that. Not the official website. Animals. Meet our animals. Oh, the Chicago Zoo has a white-cheeked gibbon. Mm. The Henry Vilas Zoo has a golden lion tamarind. Yep, seen those. And a gila monster. Yep, seen those too. And a grizzly bear? We don't have a grizzly. When did we get a grizzly bear? I don't think we have a grizzly bear. Do we have a grizzly bear? I saw three of those today. We have two polar bears. I saw two polar bears today too. We have lions and a tiger. All right, now this is, why do I have those on... My Google... Oh, that's what those are. Okay. It's like looking around going like, why do I have these random spots on my map? Why do you have random spots on your map? These are measurement points for the WKZO transmitter. Ah, like you go there to measure signal strength? Yes, because at night we go from an omnidirectional to a directional array. And in theory, you could do the math and... Figure out your whole array, you know, math-wise should work, but you still have to basically go out there to these, you know, verified points and go, okay, math says my value should be at this at this point. So let me go out there with a radio and measure signal strength at this point. There you go. Just to basically say, yes, my math is correct. We are within our legal limits for our design. (laughs) And I put them in Google Maps just because it's a lot better than trying to read these directions from the 1930s. (laughs) Turn left at the the, the, general store. The the barn on the side of the road. Go down, you know. (laughs) Go down five blocks till you pass the Johnson place. Yep. Okay, well... Andy, we should probably talk about some of these topics. I guess we should talk about topics. Do you have a favorite topic to talk about? E3 was was this last week. Yes, yes it was. And I hate to say, it, you know, it wasn't exciting. Things came and they seemed interesting, you know. Everybody had their little bit. It was like, oh, that's a neat thing. Yeah, there there wasn't a lot at E3, you know, for like E3. It was kind of like, woo. Evidently, Nintendo did a darn good job at E3 this year. <laughs> was there anything that caught your eye whatsoever? Um, the well, new Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, Legends of new- Zelda sequel, uh, Cruisin' Blast. <laughs> <laughs> game is so ridiculous. What is Cruisin' Blast? It's, it's the newest um, Cruisin', you remember Cruisin' USA and Cruisin' World? It was a weird racing game. Yeah. I vaguely remember this. Yes. Uh, What of it? Well, it's coming out. There's a new... Okay. It's coming out, but it's coming out on the Switch, so... So, oh no. I know. You know, Andy, it's not like anything's coming out on the Xbox 360 anymore. (laughs) So I don't know what you're expecting. Which is actually kind of funny. Were you hoping for a PC release? 
I actually have an actual Xbox 360 <laughs> topic on the list here. Should we jump to that and come back? You can if you want to. It's the it's just what? the fact that Grand Theft Auto Online yeah. is going to shut down their servers for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 versions of the game. Because it's a 20-year-old console. Well, okay, 15-year-old. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the, even less, right? The PS4, it came out around, like 2007. Yeah. So like 14-year-old console. Yeah. So the PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X slash S are going to be still supported. But yeah, they're dropping the 360 and PlayStation 3. Which part of me is like, wouldn't that just be all done server side, or is it just you got to handle with different graphics? On the, the 360 version of it? I mean, you're, you're going to have a different communication protocol. Oh, that's true. Right? Like, it, it is on the server, yes, it's handled by the server, but you're going to have a different server handling those, those messages than, like, the other ones, than the PS5, PS4 even. I, I'm just, like, amused. That they're finally shutting down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, like, was there, was there anything... So you got you said the the cruising blast because that's just a it, it was a fun arcade. But that will be on the Switch, yep. which you do not have. Nope. Nintendo did not announce a like Switch Plus, which people yeah, have been predicting for like two years now. Because we had the PS Five, we had the Xbox Series X S. Yeah, dude, Nintendo's doing their own shit. Yeah, they have been since the Wii, like. Well, I was thinking about this actually. The because um, I remember the, the Wii came out and just blew everybody out of the water, and then PlayStation yeah. and Microsoft, you know, tried to come out with the 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 Connect and the um, PlayStation Move. PlayStation. I was trying to remember what the name of it was. I was like those those PlayStation glowy balls. Yeah, but glowy it was balls the is not Move, a wasn't it? <laughs> yes, that sounds that sounds right. Okay. And and they we laughed them out of E3 when they did that, because what it looked like was Nintendo had this fully fleshed out product idea and Sony went to like because Nintendo did theirs on on like day one. And then Microsoft was like, and we've made the connect. Look at this. And then Sony was like, shit, 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 guys, shit. What do we have? What do we have? We got these two people working in the basement. They they did what? They got yeah. Put them on stage. Do they have a demo? They have a demo. They have a tech demo. Yeah. Okay. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Let's see it. Yeah, you can shoot a bow. And Nintendo's like, you can play fucking bowling and tennis with the release game. Bowling and, it's and in tennis and, this week. Yeah, baseball and all these things. And like, and we can do sword fighting and bows because we have a Legend of Zelda like IP and. Microsoft is like, look, dance. You can dance to the Kinect and it can score you. And PlayStation's just like, I can cast a spell. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. Dance, and if if they don't dance, dance, then they're no friends of mine. We're not allowed to sing. True. That was a rule from year one. (laughs) Yes, yes, it was. But yeah, no, I I, I do remember that. I, I'm not sure what point you were trying to make about like the Switch well, versus the PlayStation Five. You know, yeah, you know, PlayStation and Microsoft tried to follow Nintendo, and where where's the Connect now? Where's PlayStation Move? 
I mean, PlayStation Move got integrated into PSVR. Okay. Let's be let's be clear. That yes. exists. PlayStation VR Connect does exist. Connect kind of exists. I just love that all the outcry for like. Remember when Microsoft was going to say, you know what? No more physical media. It's all just going to be online. It'll require an active connection. And people lost their shit. Meanwhile, if you made that announcement today, people would be like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Nintendo is is did announce a bunch of stuff, did not announce a new uh, model of the Switch. And it's not even like a new... People aren't looking for a new system, a new console. I don't want another console. I don't want another generation of the Switch. I don't want like Nintendo Switch 2. I just want like Nintendo Switch Plus. I want to have like a better battery, a better screen. It doesn't need better graphics. The graphics are fine. The controls work great. <clears throat> it just it just needs to it just needs to be upgraded to, you know, modern tech. It is modern tech. The Switch what? is fine. It's like a 4-year-old console. But I get a new phone every year, says somebody. Then you're spending too much money on your phones. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, can I just say Metroid Dread looked awesome? That was the, that's the 2D one, right? Side scroller? Did you, did you watch any of the, like, about this? Watched some recaps? I love it. So people I watched people now are like, yeah, people are like, I don't watch presentations anymore. Mm-hmm. I just wait until the next day and just, <laughs> just look for the. Almost like the presentations are for the press who then have to digest it and put out for everyone else. Yes, exactly. Keep in mind, E3 was never supposed to be for the fans. Nope. Um, it's not PAX. Jeez. But like they they talked about how they've wanted to make. The f- this is the fourth. This is not Metroid Prime Four. This is the next game in the 2D Metroid series. So there was Metroid, there was Return of Samus, there was Super Metroid, and tech, uh, and then Metroid Fusion. So fifth. This is the fifth one. They wanted to make this game 15 years ago, but the tech wasn't there. They said like the 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 ability to make what we want isn't there, so we're not going to do it yet. And they, they tried a couple times, and then they finally, like, said, okay, things are ready for this. We can do this. It looks awesome. And it comes out this October. Woo! And then the new Zelda game comes out, too. Oh, new Zelda just looks nice. It, the, the Zelda games just look pretty. I mean, you haven't played Breath of the Wild. I haven't played it, but I've seen people play it. Yeah. It is a pretty game. Yeah, like I said, I just I was watching people play it just because it just looked good. Well, they weren't even really doing anything all that crazy. It was just You know, here's here's the craziest thing about Breath of the Wild, and I'm sure I've talked about this before. Um when you talk to most people about like what is a definitive Zelda game, they answer Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But for me, the definitive Zelda game was The Legend of Zelda, the first one. That to me, was was the definition of what a Zelda game should be. It was about the exploration. It was about going to different screens and, like, bombing different walls to try and open up caves. It was about not having a map, but making the map as you explored, right? That's what Zelda was. 
And Ocarina of Time is like, oh, go here, do this. Okay, now go here, do this. Okay, now go here, do this. Breath of the Wild is closer to the original Zelda than it is to Ocarina of Time. Breath of the Wild is literally a welcome to the world. You can go anywhere. Go explore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, okay, so yes, E3 once again didn't have all the big names. I mean, EA is yep. going to do their thing later. Blizzard yep. does their own stuff. Yep. Plus, you know, so you think what? of you, some of the biggest games right now are mobile titles. Yeah. So you know, it was it was it wasn't bad. You know, it, it wasn't the worst E three E three live comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, E three's. I don't know. Nintendo had some pretty good offerings, mm-hmm. pretty good announcements. Advance Wars is exciting if you were into Advanced Wars on the GBA. But, like, yeah. It's important to remember E3 is not for the fans. Or at least it shouldn't be. It wasn't, and it, it probably shouldn't be. I feel like E3 should only really convene when there's major hardware announcements. No, I think there's, like, game announcements are still good. Yes, but, the you know, could could Ubisoft have their own event? Sure. Couldn't Microsoft? Could Microsoft could definitely have their own own event. How much of this just is kind of like just being the E three legacy, moving well, it forward? I, but I don't get why you're saying E three should only be hardware announcements. Because it, I don't know. It just like I said, it it was it was okay. Nothing really, you know, was amazing out of it. Aside from new hardware, what would it take for it to be amazing? I don't know. That's the thing. Especially given. You're not buying new hardware. No, no, I'm not. What's the last game console you bought? The, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the 360. No. Did I buy the 360 before or after the Wii? Did I buy the Wii first and then sell it and then get the 360? Or did I, get, did I have the 360 and then bought the Wii? I don't know, but why do you even pay attention to E3? Because it's the legacy. Because <laughs> I always used to pay attention to E3. Like, well, I, I guess I used to. Andy? Yeah? Are you still a gamer? <sighs> that is an excellent question. So... It's, it's an important thing to think about, like... I know. What What is it about this industry that draws you in to care about it? These are the existential crises that Andy has at 12.48 in the morning! <sighs> It was a long day. We had the zoo, and then we had to get home, and then, well, it was zoo, and then dinner, and then home, and then trying and to... for put some a, reason, this podcast taking priority over sleep? Well, I'd rather get it done today than doing it tomorrow, because... We could have put it off for a week. <sighs> we haven't in a long time. I've been very impressed with that. Andy, are you still a gamer? <laughs> I don't know. Are you still interested in the gaming industry? Yes. Okay, that's that's a good step, right? Yes. Yes, you're still interested in the industry. Is it because the industry, like, what about the industry is keeping you involved? I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that and get back to you. Okay, you do that. So, in the uh, meantime, speaking E3 was of, pretty, pretty garbage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, conventions. Yeah. Am I reading this right that Gabe is not going to go to PAX? 
Yeah, Gabe announced via their website that he's he's stepping away from doing um, PAX shows. That he might still, like, show up to one, but he's not going to be running it. Okay. That's... It, it's I bound mean, to happen sooner or later. Having having listened to him talk about it, like, PAX is the most terrifying thing in the world to him. Yes, no, I could see that. And, like, it has been such a ma- major stressor every year, every time. So, like, I get it. Yeah, I get that. It's been fun. Thank you for, for doing it. And PAX is sticking around. It's not of like course. it's going to stop. Uh, he's he said that he's going to sub in Chris Straub, and Chris is awesome. I wonder if that means Jim Dark Magic is no more <gasps> for the Acquisitions Incorporated stuff. Will he will he still show up for that or not? I don't know. Neither do I. We'll have to find out, or at mm-hmm. least I will, because there's no way Andy's going to a PAX for the next like 14 years. Nope. <laughs> Andy, you want to go to PAX, kids? Right. Uh, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. When when would you be comfortable taking Isaac to PAX? Well, it, it would have to be something he'd be interested in. Okay. Right now he's interested in zoos. Hence... PAX is not zoos. Zoos. PAX is kind of a zoo. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But not the kind that he wants to see. No, very true. There's got to be a there's, there's there's a zoo in Seattle, right? Oh, of course, of course. There's got to be mean, like a big ass zoo in Seattle. Let's see, Woodland Park Zoo. Yes, I I actually uh, I knew that because um, <laughs> Blippy did an episode at the Woodland Park Zoo recently. Who did what at the Woodland Park Zoo? Blippy, don't don't even Blippy. Yes, Blippy. This sounds like Clippy's like. Cousin. No, he's a guy who started up a YouTube channel, and yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at Google Maps of Seattle to, like, find the zoo, and I, I saw and always see and always smile the border going around Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, the U.S. and the U.K. slash Canada made a treaty that said, like, this is the border, right? 49th parallel. Like, it's going to cut, it cuts across, and they're like, oh, wait, but this island is in the way. And it would be really weird for the U.S. to have, like, the southern half of the island. So we're just going to, like, take the border and go around the island, right? Mm-hmm. Are you looking at that island? Trying to find it right now. Sorry, I was looking at the zoo. Okay. I mean, it's Vancouver Island. It's it's kind of hard to miss. Yeah. It's a gigantic island off the coast. I know, coast but I'm, of, I'm, okay. I, I got to zoom out here, buddy. <laughs> Okay. You're like, no, I was literally like looking at the animals in the zoo on Google Maps. So tell me when you can see the island. I can see the island, yes. I'm over here right okay. now. Okay. So go go east of the island. Yes. To and there's Point that. Roberts. Yeah. I, no, I've, I've heard about Point Roberts. I love Point Roberts. They're like, ah, the, the border's going to like cross over and go through this island. Let's make the border, you know, swoop down. And oops, we didn't realize... That it cuts across this little peninsula. So the southern half of this peninsula is U.S. territory. Point Roberts. Oh my god. There's a store there called To The Point Masonry. (laughs) I love it. Point to point parcel. I wonder how they're dealing with the pandemic. Because isn't the border closed right now? Yep. (laughs) 
And there's no secondary school in Point Roberts. There's no high school. So how does that work? I have no idea. Hold on, Point Roberts, COVID. <clears throat> Somebody's bound to have done a story about this at some point. Oh, Canada makes border exemptions for Point Roberts. There we go. Because <laughs> they're basically Canadian. Adenac Cross-Border Tax Limited. The exemption states that habitual residents of Point Roberts <laughs> are exempt from having to take a test in either the United States or Canada. There's a, a um, accounting firm. Very close to all of this stuff that we're talking about called the Adenac Cross-Border Tax Accounting Firm. Because it's Canada spelled backwards. Mm. I love it. Oh, there's a golf course out there called Bald Eagle Golf Course. And according to this article here, nobody has played golf on it in over seven months. Why? Because pandemic? I guess so. I mean, seven, most of the last seven months, it's been kind of cold to play golf, right? Like, <clears throat> well, I'm guessing that the uh, 99% of our customers are from Canada, says the general manager. There you go. Oh, and the general, go the, <laughs> the general manager. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a dual citizen who is stuck on the Canadian side. You can't cross back over. No. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so, um. Yeah. Hubble had a computer glitch. Oh, no. Yeah. It is currently operating in safe mode. <laughs> so someone pressed F5 when they rebooted it. All right, that was how you used to boot Windows into safe mode? I think so. I haven't, I mean, booted, I haven't booted Windows into safe mode. Can you, can you even boot Windows 10 into safe mode? I was about to ask, is there a safe mode? There has to be a safe mode. Also, I think it was F8. Now that I think about it. No, I thought F8 was your boot options for Windows. Was it? Or was that like... Are you talking about your BIOS boot options? No, that's was like That's F usually like delete or F12. Yes. Or something like... I usually just... I don't know anymore, so if I have to boot into the BIOS, I just kind of spam like <laughs> F12 and the delete key and the insert key and like... <laughs> Just, just F2, smash. F2, F12, insert and delete, and just hope one of them does it. What you gotta do is just flip your whole keyboard over and just press just down. every button. Uh, no. I, I don't think that helps. Uh, before you enter safe mode, you need to enter the Windows recovery environment. <laughs> what if I don't wanna? Uh... Update security recovery, open recovery uh, settings under advanced startup, select restart now after your PC restarts. One of them is uh, you'll see a list of options and pressing F4 will be safe mode. And F5 is safe mode with networking. Oh, safe mode with networking. So yes, you have to boot into the Windows recovery mode first and then in there is advanced options and from there is safe mode. So yes, it does still exist. It's just like three steps down now. Does that mean Hubble's right now only taking photos in 640 by 480? <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you, Andy. I have no idea what safe mode on the Hubble means. I, I don't know just, what it could mean. It's probably just running, you know, basic operations just to keep things heated, like probably your, your heaters. You know, and just keeping keeping things running in the background. It could be. 
I mean, I don't know what goes into keeping the Hubble running. All I know is that they really need to get the James Webb telescope finished and put up. Because, like, Hubble's done a great job, and I love the images that come out of it, but it's it's like a 40-year-old camera. Well, the, the good news is uh, James Webb is supposedly yeah. supposed to launch this year. Supposedly. Yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> oh, except I'm reading this article and it got delayed again. Ugh. Maybe. Three considerations have pushed the launch into November or possibly early December. Of this year? Yes. Okay. I mean, it still might go this year then. Yep. Oh, the uh, booster rocket for it um, also is not ready. You know whose booster is getting ready? <laughs> Are you talking uh, SLS? No. Oh, because that one's getting ready, right? I'm talking about BNSN. Oh. And the Starship. And in particular, I think I saw some news about BN3. Oh, jeez. Because the, NASA has actually put together the core and booster stages of the um, SLS. Mm-hmm. Well, the engine section has been added to the BN3 stack. Well, then, some people are making some really big rockets right now. Because, <laughs> man, this SLS is huge, and Starship on a booster, also huge. Yep. What's really funny is uh, there's actually a YouTube video that Isaac used to watch that was literally comparing rocket sizes. Yeah, rocket size comparison. And they went, this was a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, watching the, the rockets and they're like, oh, this one, you know, is still in development. This one, nope, not in development anymore. <laughs> just the number of rockets out there that are no longer being used. So, okay, so Hubble's in safe mode. James Webb, maybe this year? Maybe. Maybe. And, I mean, they'll probably fix the Hubble. Yes, but, well, they've got literally a whole second computer module memory setup in there. Yeah, I mean, you, you generally, when you're launching stuff like that, you'd like a little bit of redundancy. Yeah, so they, they have full what redundancy. The, isn't the, like, some of the Mars rovers have... Um, Three computers on them yes. that are all doing exactly the same thing with exactly the same inputs. Yes. And there's like a central computer that checks the three of them. Yes. And says, if there's more than one in agreement, that's what we go with. Yes, because the uh, basically space radiation, space, space radiation, yeah, affects the uh, module chips. So, yep, space, man, not not a fun place to be. <clears throat> It's pretty nasty out there. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty nasty out there. Speaking of safe space, <laughs> though, um, the Chinese um, launched <laughs> a, a rocket up. Yeah, launched their first crew in five years. Good for them. Were they depending on the Russians too? No, they they launched off of the Shenzhou twelve. No, I meant before this. Oh. Since they haven't put anyone up in five years, did they just, like, not put anyone up, or were they using the Russians? They might have been using the Russians. I don't know. I don't know my Chinese space launch history. Well, Andy, what good are you? <laughs> I guess I'm not good at anything. Not video games, not Chinese space history. <laughs> Title of the episode, Andy's Existentialism. Hold on, let me write that down. 
so I don't forget existentialism. It's not how you spell it because I guess spelling's not my thing either. <laughs> Man, what is your thing, Andy? Useless knowledge. Radios. Really the same thing, but... Oh, ouch. Ooh, ooh, sorry. That, I, that actually, I think, came... I, I take that back, Andy. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting looking at some of the technological surveys of radio listeners... And, you know, the the last bastion, like the hill the radio industry is going to die on is probably going to be the car. Because when you're in a car, visuals are out. It's got to be audio only. Generally. And it used to be, you know, the radio was the only way the cars were going to be a good quality connection 24-7. Well, you know, if cell phone industries are able to get 5G to my car on the highway, mm-hmm. I'm not limited to, you know, radio. Or radio anymore. broadcast. Yep. So, yeah. And if your car can drive itself. Mm, oh, yeah, that's the other part. Yeah, if the car can start driving itself, then visual's back on the table. Yeah. So what else we got on here? Oh, uh, there's an update for Crew 3. Speaking of space again. That's the Dragon Crew? Yes, Dragon Crew 3 is now targeting a launch of no earlier than Halloween. That's a ways away. Mm-hmm. Crew 2 launch was a month ago, right? Like late April? Yes. Uh, mainly the delays have been basically because there's <laughs> there's already too many there's there's no open spots on the ISS right now. Yeah, I was gonna say like they're they're pretty packed up there right now. Were they leaving crew two attached for extra sleeping space? Yes. And how many? Uh, wait, I wonder. I wonder if I can Google how many astronauts currently on ISS six. There are six people currently on the ISS. How many people are in spacerightnow.com? <laughs> what? What? According to this, there are ten people in space right now. Three of which are in the Chinese ship that went up three days ago. Yes, and they're currently in the Chinese Chinese, uh, I was going to call it a space station, but it's kind of just like a big module right now. Mm-hmm. Here's the four people who went up in Dragon 2, and then the three people who were up there already. The astronauts will spend three months aboard the 16.6 meter long, 4.2 meter diameter module. So let's see, 16 meters, that's what, about 50-ish feet? No, that's going to be more, 60, 70? I don't know. Well, Dave, what Look, good are you? Look, I just found you? the website howmanypeopleareinspace.com. Sorry, how many people are in space right now.com. Oh, I was right. 54 feet. 54 feet by 12-ish feet? Really? They're going to have three people in a tube that's 54 feet long and 12 feet in diameter. Well, when you're in zero G, space, volume of space, actually, like, you can use your volume of space. Yes. I could fit a lot more people in this room if I didn't have to worry about, you know, like the floor. <laughs> huh. Huh, what? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Um, EA has a possible solution to fix loot boxes so that they're not gambling 
but also so that they can still, like, make a crap ton of money on them. Okay. So, loot boxes are gambling, yes. right? Yes. Why? Yeah. Because you have no idea what's in the box. You, you're literally rolling the dice to hopefully okay. get something of very good value out of it. So, what if what if you knew ahead of time what was in the box, and you could choose whether or not to, to buy it? Like, I say, Andy... Your next loot box will have this. Well, if it's crap, I'm not going to buy it. But right. then how does that make EA money? Well, because you don't see what's in the box after that one until you buy it or wait some amount of time. Oh, like, it looks like what I'll, I'll do is I'll refresh your box every week. So you don't have to buy this. Here's what's in it. You do not have to buy it. But it's going to be a week before the next one pops up or... You can buy this one, and I'll refresh it. I'll give you a new one. And you'll get to see what's in that one before you buy it. Oh. Okay. Hmm. It fixes loot boxes. I'm not happy about it, but it it does fix loot boxes. It makes it no longer gambling directly. Because the concern is that you... You know what you are getting when you buy it, except that what they're really buying is the opportunity to see what's in the next box. I could even be, um, I could see them selling a, like, a throwaway for the box. So, like, here's the loot box, right? Pay five bucks to get this or pay 50 cents to throw it away. Oh, you don't have to do either. It will re-roll in a day. In 24 hours, it will re-roll. You'll see a new one. But you can shrink that timer by paying us. And either you get to keep all of this, or we'll just throw it all out and start over. Hmm. What do you think? That would be... Effective. Yes. No? Yes, yes, it would. Huh. That's, that's right. an, it's an interesting twist. It fixes the issue of loot boxes. So then We're the no question... no longer purchasing okay. an unknown thing. Yes. You're deciding to purchase or not purchase a known value. Okay. But what you're really getting is the opportunity to see the next box. Yes. Okay. Huh. Yep. Speaking of things I'm not happy about... Uh-oh. Facebook is set to test in-app ads in its Oculus virtual reality ecosystem. Okay, why do you why do you hate that given that you don't have an Oculus? <laughs> it's the idea of it of literally I'm trapped in my virtual reality ecosystem and what pops up in front of my face freaking Facebook ad. I mean, you read Ready Player 1. Yes, I ha and I read Ready Player 2. I haven't Okay. But, like, isn't that what IOI wanted to do? Yes. Yes, it is. Isn't that literally what the bad guy from the book wanted? Yes. Yes, it is. So this surprises you why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Have you seen Mitchell's vs. the Machines yet? No, I don't know what that is. It's a movie on Netflix. It's a, an animated movie. It's from the same people who did uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, well, that would be a good thing to watch then. It's a really good movie. It's called Mitchell's vs. the Machines. Mitchell's vs. Machines. Got it. Okay. It's really good. <laughs> it's very funny. And the, the, like, evil corporation is 
clearly based on Facebook. <laughs> okay. So, we should probably put, hit our review. Uh, yes, yes, we are at that time. We are at that time? Yes. Were there any other topics you wanted to hit before we moved on? Uh, murderer got ratted out by his phone and his wife's smartwatch. Uh, so, if you're going to murder... Think you're gonna, about your phone. Yeah, if you're going to commit murder, um, don't have don't. your... Yeah, don't, first and foremost. But also, don't have your... If you're going to commit a crime, how about don't have location tracking on your phone? Location tracking, which is accurate enough to know that, like, you're moving around your house. Yes. Yes. And, just, yeah. Yeah. Like, just don't, right? Like, don't commit crimes... Yes. But if you're going to and you want to get away with it, uh, be aware of your phone. Yes, be aware of your phone. Be aware. I'm not I don't need to say much more. Like, don't I'm not going to tell you what to do with your phone, but be aware of your phone and the data it's capturing. Yes, that's actually good advice. Even if you're not trying to commit a crime, (laughs) like just in general, be aware of your phone. Think about the data that it's capturing Mm -hmm. because that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, we were no, that- we were we went to Home Depot and we did a we looked at ceiling fans. At Home <laughs> Sorry, in my head I'm just picturing the toilets again. <laughs> what about the toilet? Oh, the, the why there aren't toilets on the showroom floor? No, just the fact that you were so crazy about the the three thousand dollars. Oh, the toilet. six thousand dollar toilet. The twelve thousand dollar, whatever the toilet was. Yeah, that like doesn't look like a toilet. Mm-hmm. The the um what was the game I called it? Toilet or laundry machine? <laughs> the game where no one ever wins. But no, we went to Home Depot and we went and looked at the the ceiling fans. And all of a sudden on Facebook, I had ads for ceiling fans. Lots of ads for ceiling fans. And I'm like, what the hell happened? I don't know. I Sorry, searched that, for one. That that was um okay. The- yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to distract you. Random review. Yes. Hello Fresh. Oh now, man, to be I clear. Hang on. Wait. Because like this is not sponsored. That's like tons of people on YouTube get sponsored with Hello Fresh. We should point out we are not sponsored. No. This is not a a ad for Hello Fresh. They've not given us a sponsorship. They've not given us money. I wish they did. They like maybe we should reach out to them and we can put something in, but like no, this is not sponsored. This is literally just I decided that I was fed up with cooking and grocery shopping, and I've seen hundreds of ads for this thing. And like you know what, let me try it. I can tell you, I have gotten so many. The Hello Fresh was at basically like every single race that I did over the last 10 years. Somebody, every single time in this swag bag, there was a coupon for HelloFresh. Oh my goodness. I could use some of those coupons. Because I will say, it is not cheap. Nope. No, it is not. Like, wow, is it not cheap. It's like eating out every night. Yes. Not at like a, a like really good place, but like it's like eating out every night. It is not cheap. You know what it is? Easy. Con- convenient and delicious. Yes. Holy shit. So I went with the three meals for two people plan. Now, one one thing I didn't like was that 
you can't see the meals before you sign up. Yes. No. So I, as as one who have you know rather severe dietary restrictions, and I'm married to a very picky eater, and we're like, well, we kind of want to see what the menu is before we decide to sign up. Too effing bad. Mm-hmm. You you do not get that. You have to actually sign up in order to see the menu. Okay, sure, fine. Sign up. Look through the menu. When I sign up, it's like, hey, you have until tonight to make your decision for your first delivery. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, uh, I, okay, I guess I look through. Uh, thankfully found things that looked pretty tasty. Uh, we got a, a balsamic chicken, a Turkish spiced chicken in apricot sauce, and a mustard apricot pork tenderloin. The food's pretty good. The prep oh, yeah. is easy. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Um, we're, we're able to skip weeks with no extra costs cause they just don't charge you for that week. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm finding it useful so far. Um, the problem is like Laura's a picky eater and I can't eat everything that's out here cause like wheat. Um, so there, there are weeks where we're like, we can't decide on food for this week. Like we can't find enough things that we would both want and can have. So we're just going to skip that week. The other thing I'm not a fan of is that it defaults to, at least for me, it defaulted to Thursday for the delivery. And I'd like to be able to change the default. I know I can go through each meal, like each week and change that week's delivery, but I can't be like, I want mine on Mondays. I don't want them on Thursdays. I just want them on Mondays forever. That's weird that you can't do that. I haven't found a way to do it. You can fu- you can do a like deliver this week on Monday, but I can't find a global like do make Monday my main delivery day. Maybe if I do, can I edit the delivery window? <gasps> I found it. <laughs> it is there. Okay, I take that back cuz you can do that. You can do that. Uh, but it's 62 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. And that's if you don't get the, like, premium meals, because there's premium meals. Oh, now I got to go through and reset all these to be the date that I want, because now it's it shifted them all to Monday, and, like, some of them I didn't want on Monday. <clears throat> um, So, like, premium meals, uh, ba, 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 where did that go? Beef tenderloin apov, uh, garlic herb butter steak and lobster tail. But like that's an extra fifteen bucks a serving. Yes, there. No, uh, we had that same thing when I did uh, Blue Apron way back when. The recipes were good, the food was good, but sometimes it was like, oh, you you want the beef meal? Well, that's going to charge cost you extra. You know, the your plan you can get three pasta dishes. <laughs> yeah, thankfully they they don't do it quite like that for this. They're like, here's a bunch of different dishes. A lot of them have meat. Some of them are veggie. Um, but if you want the like premium, the gourmet meals, that's got an extra cost. The cherry balsamic bavette steak with herby fingerling potatoes and roasted Brussels sprouts. It's an extra $7 a serving, but it's like 65 bucks for three dinners. Like that's, that's a bit. Well, you could kind of do what we did is where we had it for a bit. Hey, we like that recipe. We just pulled the recipe and... (laughs) After a while, you've got a cards in front of me and that balsamic chicken that I made like that's actually pretty 
pretty doable. Yeah, no, we got not we, difficult to make. We we had a matzah crusted uh, pork chop mm-hmm. one time. Was it matzo- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, that just connected in my brain, and that's hilarious. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't think it was pork chop. Actually, it was okay. chicken. Yes. Okay. Yes. As soon as I said matzo crusted pork chop, I'm like, wait a second. Nope. Wait. Uh, uh. <laughs> Does like, not compute. Does not compute. <laughs> You're like matzah crusted. I'm like, oh man, you can probably only do that around Passover. Pork chop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Andy. <laughs> That's a really weird recipe. <laughs> I'm not sure why you would do that. Dear members of the American Jewish Federation, congratulations, you have now won a free sampling of a honey-baked ham. (laughs) Oh, that's useless. It was, uh, that was brought up as an example of when um, algorithms for mailing lists kind of need a human to actually look at it and go, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Because the computer algorithm brought up the fact that, oh, these people haven't had pork maybe we can get them on the ham train. And you're just like looking at it going, no, they, they they don't eat it for a reason. For a reason. For for very strong reason. Yes. Um, so anyway, I'm enjoying HelloFresh. I'm definitely keeping the recipe cards, and I'm going to like... Are you, are you overloaded with ice packs now too, or no? Uh, so their ice packs are non-toxic. And they say, like, let it melt and then take it over to the sink and cut the bag and pour it in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't done so yet. I'm actually really impressed with the insulation in their shipping package because it's still cold. I got it on Thursday and we pulled all the stuff out and put the stuff in the fridge. But, like, I just put my hand in there today and it's still cold in there. Hmm. The bottom ice pack still had ice. The house has been in the mid to high 70s. Nice. So, like, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with the insulation and the packaging. <clears throat> I may keep this one box for, like, ice cream. So, like, if I need to drive ice cream somewhere. Yeah, I bought a couple of insulated bags that I use when I go shopping at Costco and at Meijer. So I go during the week, during working mm-hmm. hours, and so, um, yeah, those bags are nice. Um, so, yes, I mean, no, it's it's the cost with these things is always the, the kicker. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. And, like, maybe I can find coupons somewhere. Most of the coupons are just for... Um, new. New, yep. So unless you're going to cancel the plan and start up a new plan... Yeah. <clears throat> Which is weird to do. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're you're paying for time and convenience. Yes. And so. damn, it's it's pretty convenient to just oh, yeah. like pull it out of the, the fridge and everything's there. Like that's pretty nice. Everything's already portioned, everything's already set up. Yep. So yeah, no, I, I get it. We tried ours with uh blue apron. Because yep. once again, yeah, I got that coupon for the first couple of boxes, but just, uh, it wasn't for us. We, we got some good recipes out of it, but now we, uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I get some good recipes. This um the balsamic chicken one was really good. Just looking And also I've look- never thought about putting lemon zest in rice. I've seen lime in rice. Yep. This recipe, which was the the like Turkish spiced chicken in an apricot pan sauce, you zest a lemon and then you add the lemon zest to the rice. Hmm. Along make, with some It would make sense, um, but yeah. roasted almonds. Like toasted almond slippers. Yeah, right now I'm just looking at our dinner options. We've normally it looks like we got about twenty to twenty-four dinner options that we kind of just rotate through. So Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Alright. Random topic. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Where'd I put the thing? Here it is. Okay. Something about taking summer classes. Yes. Would you take summer classes at WCC for those of you who are not longtime listeners of the podcast? WCC is the Washtenaw Community College. If Professor X was teaching a college algebra course, um, well, it would be kind of hard for me to take a summer course at WCC because that's... (laughs) People All the, the other way. side of the state. Yeah, that's the other side of the state. It'd be even harder for Dave, unless he takes a remote class, which I... Th- Washington if I'm taking a remote class, then it doesn't really matter if it's Professor X. It's a remote class. I mean, I, I think the question is supposed to be, would you take the class offered by Charles Xavier? I don't think he... Like, he doesn't know math, right? Like... That's not one of his powers. It's not an ability. He doesn't... I'm sure he, he learned algebra at some point. But, you know, oh my god. I also, you know, have a degree in mathematics, so it would probably be pretty boring for me. Oh my gosh. And this is not part of a random uh, topic, but yep. I, I opened up my... Uh, I had Facebook open on my phone, and sometimes when I open up Facebook, it automatically reloads the page. Literally... The second thing on my newsfeed was an ad for Blue Apron. Always listening. Freaking A, Facebook, really? Always listening. That, that was like that. Oh my God. Um, but I, I, do I really need college at level algebra right now? I need, uh, I'm trying to think of the last time I've used any high level math. Yeah, calculus. Yeah, I yeah. You know, yeah. I've done I've done some calculations with trig, but that's just mainly because I was trying to find the right angle to cut something. I mean, if Professor X were teaching a college algebra course at WCC, I probably wouldn't take the class, but I'd probably like find him and be like, "So what the hell?" Yeah. No, I. No, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Uh, well, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was an easy one. That's now I gotta right. go try and clear my Facebook. A Facebook. Yeah, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.